Welcome to this BMJ Open podcast. I'm Trish Groves and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of the Journal. The United Nations estimates that the global trade in illegal drugs is worth at least 350 billion US dollars a year. And illegal drug use remains a major public health problem and not just through addiction, fatal overdose and bloodborne infection. New research published in BMJ Open examines the so-called war on drugs and asks whether efforts to reduce the supply of illegal drugs are working. Dan Werb of the Urban Health Research Initiative at the British Columbia Centre for Excellence in HIV AIDS in Vancouver is here to tell us about his team study in BMJ Open. Dan, can you tell us about your study and exactly what you did? Sure. So this study was focused on uh, trying to determine the patterns of illegal drug supply across the world internationally uh, over the past two decades. And it was an attempt to essentially determine a a few different things. One, what is the status of uh, the supply of major illegal drugs, so that is cannabis, cocaine, and heroin, Uh, and also to determine whether there's any sort of relationship between the supply of drugs and the amount of drugs that are seized in both destination markets and production zones. We searched for government surveillance databases that had long-term trends. So um, what we were looking for was really databases that had information over at least 10 years. And we tried as best we could to uh, get this information from as many different regions across the world as possible. So what did your results show about the street price and the purity of the drugs? Well, the results showed that in the major destination markets for drugs such as Europe, North America, and Australia, you know, the overall pattern was essentially one in which the price of these major illegal drugs has been falling and the purity uh, or potency in the case of cannabis cannabis of uh, these drugs has risen. Now, that's not across the board, but certainly, you know, that was the major trend What these indicators suggest is that illegal drug supply has overwhelmed efforts to control it. And where were the drugs coming from, mostly? So the drugs come from a number of different places, and that was one key aspect of the study, was to determine levels of seizures and production in areas that were production regions for major illegal drugs. So one of the major production regions that we looked at was the Indian region, in uh, South America, which is the site where coca leaf is grown uh, and exported internationally and processed into cocaine. What we found was that while there were uh, concerted efforts to reduce the area of cultivation within which coca leaf cultivation was happening, that this had in fact expanded across the period of the study. Similarly, Afghanistan uh, is an area where uh, over 20% of the world's heroin uh, is derived from. And what we saw from, you know, the period starting in 1990 was a massive expansion of opium cultivation and heroin trafficking from this region. So it sounds like uh, the, the attempts to tackle this trade are not going too well. So what else should we be doing? That's a good question, and it's something that we we've grappled with within our authorship group. And, you know, it was actually one of the suggestions of the reviewers who helpfully suggested that, 
one of the conclusions that can be derived from this research is that we need new indicators of success. It's generally well understood that efforts to reduce supply through enforcement-based approaches and supply interdiction and counter-narcotics have essentially have either failed or are largely ineffective. Uh, and this is a situation that's replicated in a number of different settings internationally. Now, if that's the case, what should we be looking at? And uh, one of the reviewers of the paper suggested that really one of the things we should be looking at are other uh, drug-related outcomes. So not looking at simply levels of supply or levels of use, but levels of problematic use or levels of uh, injection-related HIV transmission or emergency room mentions of illegal drugs uh, among patients who attend emergency rooms, or the number of fatal overdoses that occur in a certain area. And these, I think, these public health metrics, I think would go a lot farther in terms of determining how effective is our current approach to drugs. And I think it would be useful to start considering these public health metrics at the highest level, you know, uh, at the level of the United Nations or at or by uh, national governments, rather than a focus on um, simply the crude quantity of drugs that are being shipped and trafficked across the world. So it sounds like there's still a really long way to go, but thank you very much for telling us about your study and at least telling us where we've got to now. Thanks very much. Thank you. For more information about this programme and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.